Hello and good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to this week's new special edition episode of the Xbox Factor Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Boomstick XL. And ladies and gentlemen, my God, it just seemed like we went from dry spell to flood to monsoon to I'm about to drown in news because, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we got big, big information comes the way of Benji Sales, uh, folks, who's a good friend of this program. He's a great friend of the community. Uh, he's an analyst. He's a numbers guy. And uh, we got some big numbers coming out of the UK. And the reason why it's big news, the reason why I want to cover it on this show is because, well, the CMA had made some big headlines uh, two weeks prior where they jumped in front to defend Sony and their number one position rather than be up front and talk about, you know, are consumers or the actual consumers going to suffer because of this acquisition where we obviously know that's not the case. Uh, uh, you know, it, it's funny that we, you know, I was listening to the Iron Lords, which if you missed their five hour show, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, Jesus. Um, definitely go check that out. Also, I would definitely ask that you get over and you check out Living Split Screen with Pong Soul and I Steel Rain. And you also get over to the Gaming Circle podcast and check out, uh, obviously, Keosante and Everborn Saga. Both those teams are so close. They're only a couple of hundred away from 1K. And if you trust my opinion, if you trust my words in giving you advice on who who you I think you might actually like listening to. Those are two shows that you definitely have to check out. And really, what, what is there to say about the Iron Lords? They are just rock stars, especially King David, because, well, he's King David. Um, but let's let's we, we originally were going to have Mag with us. Unfortunately, he got called into work. Yeah, that's right. Real life actually punched him in the balls and he's not going to be with us today. So it's going to be the three of us. And I think we're going to have a lot to say. If there is someone that has worked with us before, I sent out a couple of feelers uh, that they may want to pop in for a hot minute or two to give, you know, drop their bars, so to speak, and then get on out of here. We might have a, a you know, a guest or two. Uh, but listen, let's talk about who's here. And Web Dave, you got uh, an incredible uh, <clears throat> uh, amount of interviews uh, that you have put out on your YouTube channel as well as your RSS feeds. Talk about, you know, how are you doing? Anything that, for the fans to look forward to? And are you ready <laughs> for today's topic? I am very, very ready for today's topic. Going to miss Mag not being here, but like I said, work does come first, but I'm so glad we have Fuzzy. Oh, man, Fuzzy is awesome. I'm just talking to you, buddy, like you're not even here, but you are awesome. <laughs> and uh, and I do, man. I, I love having you a part of this uh, community and uh, you and uh, and uh, Boom. We're going to have some fun today. Um, great uh, episode of, um, of Outbreak Gamers uh, dropped today with uh, Hargeet Chani. And man, that guy is, uh, he's very fascinating. I've been in touch really with him. He's going to be on Wednesdays, primetime gaming. That's yes. right. That's nice. right. It's going to be, he's going to be joining us this week. It's it, 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 this week. Or next week. I, I, I will confirm. I think he said, I, I don't, not sure if it's this week or the following week, but I believe it might be the, might be the following week anyway, but I did get in touch with him. Thanks nice. to you, Dave, because hey. obviously I don't really use discord. Discord is just not my bag. I'm just not a yeah, fan of discord, but. Uh, thanks for that. And uh, listen, glad to have you here, brother. Can't thanks. wait to, to everyone go check out uh, the interview with, um, w- you know, um, with um, Hargeet because uh, apparently he drops some monster information 
And the guy's a bit of a genius. Uh, so, uh, yeah, go check that out, uh, Dave. And we'll get where they can check that out at the back end of the show. Um, but listen, Fuzzy Belvedere, always joining us for these special edition shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, more Sony news. And <laughs> to be honest with you, it's kind of bad news for Sony when they're out there playing the victim and they're out there making some big bucks, even overtaking the mighty Nintendo Switch. I don't think they literally have a leg to stand on, but we will get into that. How the heck are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. And great to be here with you guys. And man, oh man, just, yeah, some some more rakes for Jim Ryan and the rest of Sony to step on. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it's it's going to be great to dive into this topic. And man, lovely interview, uh, Web Dave, on what you did with uh, Hargeet Chani and stuff. And check that out this morning. Yeah, but man, can't wait to get into this this show today. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Shout out to Ballantone in the chat. He says, I am the Santa Claus of podcasts. I That is very kind of you to say, but I'm not as chubby. I, I, I'm my lowest weight ever. I'm, I'm a rock silent 210, and nice. I'm going for my, my, my yearly physical. Actually, I have two physicals. I go once for myself. And I also go down once for 9-11 because I, you know, obviously, you know, yesterday was 9-11. I spent a significant amount of time down there. And unfortunately, a lot of people got sick, really sick from the air, the air that was down there. It was not uh, not good. And that's an, that's a horse of another color. But ladies and gentlemen, let's get into why why we're here today. Why why I decided to have this special edition Xbox Factor podcast, which seems to be the norm. This will now be the fourth week in a row where I have done an extra show. Uh, You know, listen, folks, let me know if this is something that the community digs. Because, you know, you don't want to ever overexpose yourself because then people are like, yeah, he's got nothing new to say. He's boring. But if you feel that each show that I bring to the table is worthy of your time, whether that be live on the air or, you know, listen to why you like I do cleaning or vacuuming the car or doing your hair or whatever let me know uh because i don't mind doing the five days a week streaming because you know i really do love this community and um i do like talking about a lot of video games and quite frankly there's been a lot of gaming news but okay so why are we here well on september 9th benji sales again great friend of the community posted something uh, that was extremely interesting. And he got his information from GameIndustry.biz. Uh, and uh, he and he confirmed, and I, I will open up that article and give you who wrote that for GameIndustry.biz in a second. Uh, Benji Sales posted on his official Twitter account, and he said this, folks. PlayStation 5 has surpassed Nintendo Switch to become the number one selling platform in, uh, for 2022 in the UK. PlayStation 5 sales jumped 56% from July uh, uh, in August compared to July seems PlayStation 5 stock continues to improve worldwide could be headed for a big end of year for the console now i'm going to open up the story from gameindustry.biz who also which is where he got his information from and this was written by someone who seems to have really have stepped in it so to speak and that is Christopher Dring and obviously, he is one of the um, lead writers. He's a, he's a um, head of games at, at GameIndustry.biz. And um, he uh, you know, obviously has been making the news because a lot of his articles are what we're been talking about. And uh, yeah, folks, it has been confirmed that Sony, uh, yeah, that's Sony, that, that PlayStation that has been crying about Call of Duty 
and the fact that they are concerned about how it, you know their their gamers are going to be treated if this deal in six years goes exclusive to Xbox. Uh, we're going to get into that as well. Um, we also what, what why this is a story and and why you are hearing this on Double Barrel Gaming, folks, is because well, just a couple of two weeks ago, Dave, um, the CMA. Uh, came out on Twitter on a public a public forum and basically started to denounce the deal. Uh, they 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 posted on Twitter with emojis and and of course I've talked about this before. It was unbelievably unprofessional. I've never seen uh, an entity uh, that's supposed to be as stout as the CMA is use emojis and comment on. PlayStation as if they were defending their best friend. And that's what it's that's what it seemed like. Uh, I would imagine that the lawyers that Microsoft has uh, under Brad Smith are going to eat this up for breakfast because what it does is clearly it picks favoritism um, and it does point Sony in a bad light. And uh, look, folks, these numbers are impressive for a multitude of reasons, Dave. Um, we are in a recession, folks. Uh, I talk about this all the time. I'm one of the few video game podcasts that bring up real life, that bring up, you know, going to the store or gassing up your car or, you know, heating your home, things of that nature. Everything has gotten so expensive where people now have to make choices of where they're buying brand names or they're buying, you know, st- you know store store brands. Uh, and that's that's a reality. And I know a lot of people make fun of me when I talk about the cream cheese and stuff. And I don't mind. Listen, I I, I like to la- I laugh at myself all the time. But I'm also a realist. And I understand that Sony has done something that is not only egregious, in my opinion, but it is not uh, it's industry changing and it's never been done before. And it's you know, I saw a lot of people posting and I'm, I, I take no credit for this. I, I don't know. It was a lot of posts on it. Uh, where people were saying that is it not coincidental that Sony is now having more access to their consoles when, of course, the price was just raised? Is that is that is that a is that a coincidence, folk? Is that a coincidence? I, I I don't necessarily know, but because it's Sony, I'm going to say nay. I'm going to say that this is very very tactical. It seems very, uh, you know, very uh, auspicious in my opinion. Um, I think that, um, let me see. Uh, yeah, K. Asante says uh, that he has a, a meeting at 1230. Um, I, be- I don't think we're going to be a lot. You know what? I'm going to drop this link over to you, K. If you can jump on and, and give us your, you know, your thoughts on this, we will, we will get uh, to your opinion and get you in and out uh, in, in, a, in a hot second. But Dave, look. We're, we're going to be talking about this for the entirety of today's show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I expect the show to run probably around between 70 and 90 minutes because that's what these, these special edition shows run. Um, but I, I, I want to get your initial feeling on the reports from Benji Sales as well as GameIndustry.biz. These are two sources that we trust indubitably because they deliver big gaming news on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. In a recession where Sony has claimed that in order to deliver, uh, to, to be a part of this industry and not, and, not, and not see massive losses, 
they they took it upon themselves to do something that's never been done in gaming, and that is raise the price of a console two years into this generation. Now, uh, the only the only region that wasn't raised was the United States, but that's because all you can find here are the bundles that are fifty dollars more with Horizon Forbidden West. So it was a very very you know cheeky way to say, oh no, not in the U.S., but they did raise it nonetheless because they forced you to buy. This game that a lot of people may or may not want to play. I, I don't know. Um, when you hear that in the UK, um, in the same region that the the CMA is, uh, you know, there to protect uh, uh, to protect the, the the public from corporations doing things that will put them at a disadvantage, right? That's that's what the CMA is there. They're there to make sure that competition between companies are fair, but more so that the competition between companies, those prices and those, those disagreements don't get put on the backs of consumers. And in a year where we are facing monster uh, increases in inflation, specifically in the UK, which w- w- was their record-breaking 18% inflation in the UK. Sony is posting numbers that a lot of people would have never guessed that they did. What What are your thoughts on these these numbers being posted? And uh, you know, just just on the numbers, are you surprised? So Sony is like the almost like the boy who cried wolf, almost like the you know the oh woe is me. Uh, especially when they were talking uh, to the regulators that, you know, that they're, you know, they, they don't have the, you know, the dominance they should. And, and, you know, and Microsoft being the console leader is what they said in the UK, which, wow. Okay. <laughs> so we know that <clears throat> that's not true. And we know now that their numbers are above Nintendo in, <laughs> in, in the UK. So, for them to, you know, to, to really basically cry wolf and to, you know, and to, and to, and to just, you know, it's very disingenuous. It's, uh, it's almost to me like somebody either needs to call them out, Microsoft, <clears throat> or, or, or at least, you know, maybe even, you know, do a, an investigation into their, uh, practices. Because the you know what they're saying is that you know this deal shouldn't go through because you know it's they're hurting, but yet they've 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 gone in, they have raised the price of their systems, they've also gone in and they've cut the cost on their systems, which at one time, even during the pandemic, they said they were already making profit on. So when you add all those things together. It's either somebody's lying big time to the public or they're just trying to put themselves, you know, in the best light to the regulators and the regulators are not paying attention to what's really going on. And uh, it, it is it is it is disappointing that the regulators would, you know, would call them out, uh, call Microsoft out in, in the way that they have when they clearly do not have all the facts or they're being hoodwinked, hooscowed, you know, manipulated by Sony and their representatives, uh, you know, 
because Sony doesn't want this deal to go through. Sony can't stop this deal from going through. Sony sees that once uh, games like Call of Duty are in Game Pass, that, you know, there's going to be less and less reason for people to go out and buy a Sony PlayStation to get a game that, you know, let's face it, there's, there's hardcore gamers that will spend the money and do whatever they have to do to get the game that they want. But there's also moms and pops and aunts and uncles and people that are on a budget or can, you know, maybe even barely afford some of the, you know, some of the things that they need at this time during the crisis that we're basically in. Um, but yet, you know, they, they do want to give little Johnny, you know, maybe some entertainment or, you're, you know, like even the dad or, you know, you know, instead of spending money going to a movie or going out, let's stay home and play video games because it's entertainment and everybody needs a little bit of, you know, ways to get away from the realities that are today. Uh, even if it's, even if it's a, uh, you know, a big, you know, first person shooter, there's still plenty of gaming out there that, um, you know, that, that can be had that will actually, you know, it's, it's, it's good, you know, for your mental state, but yet, you know, Sony is trying to play the, we are hurting card. I'm I'm going to jump and let, uh, and let chaos on. Cause I know he's, he's, he's on a time limit. So let's get chaos on on, on this right now. Oh, oh yeah, I, I definitely appreciate oh. that, Dave. We will get back to you momentarily. Uh, you know, first of all, Kay Asante, amazing show Welcome. on Saturday. Uh, oh, I actually uh, talked about it uh, before uh, that people should help you get to 1,000 uh, subs. Uh, and, uh, you know, yeah, how that they do that is pop by the channel. So, of course, we will add your information to the show notes, which I would appreciate. But, you know, on Friday, very late Friday, we got this information from uh, um, gaming uh, gaming.biz. Um, what is it right here? I'm sorry. Let me just get there. Gamesindustry.biz. That's right. And we also, and we got that information because of good friend of the community, Benji sales. Um, and he talked about in the UK specifically, and this, this is why this is a conversation today. Kay, is that for the month of, uh, from July to August for the month of August, we saw, we, like I work for Sony, Sony saw an increase of 56% of console sales overtaking the Nintendo Switch, which has been in the lead for years there. Uh, and why this is interesting, uh, for a couple of reasons, Kay, is one, the CMA came out a couple of weeks ago saying that they have some real concerns. And, and I'll read their, their first tweet. We've been investigating at Microsoft's anticipated $69 billion purchase of the Activision Blizzard King, and we discussed, uh, we have discovered that the deal could substantial, substantially lessen competition in gaming consoles, multi-game subscription services, and cloud gaming services. And they used emojis. And again, that really pisses me off because, <laughs> yeah. well, that is not really professional. But with that said, Kay, we hear that they have overtaken what what for Nintendo has in this country has won at least three years in a row when it comes to MPDs. No one is beating the Switch here. They have been dominant across the world, right? Is it not very coincidental that not only is Sony crying wolf, but they it's reported by everyone for everyone to see. It does make Jim Ryan look like a liar. 
when you look at him crying about, oh, you know, we, 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 we you know, we're the, we're, we're the victims, even though they've been the bully for oh, what yeah. seems like almost a decade. If you go back through the PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, and PlayStation 5 era, Microsoft has been in second or in, for the most part of it, third place. So it, it is crazy to think that you, we have all of this evidence in front of us and somehow the, uh, the, the competition and markets authority seem to have their best interests in Sony, not actually the market itself, more so the people. What are your thoughts on these high numbers? But let me add one other thought to, to, to this question I'm asking you. Is it auspicious that the timing in, of it all? Yeah, well, the timing is not it's, it's, it's not only that. It's the fact that they if you look at what Benji Sales had to say, he said he says at the end of his tweet that he thinks there's a, that there's a, a, a chance that this could be a big year for Sony in regards to, you know, console sales, right? He says this, seems PlayStation 5 stock continues to improve worldwide, could be headed for a big end of year for the console, just in the nick of time as a price increase hits, K. Okay. So, all right. So, first and foremost, uh, I have a, a limited amount of time, so thank you for letting me jump in here and just really quickly yep. uh, uh, say something. I have I have uh, less than 10 minutes to, to, to get this off. Uh, first, uh, so thank you guys for letting me jump on. And, oh, I see him in the chat. Shout out to Gaz. Game on Daily. Gaz is in here causing a lot of sauce. Welcome, sir. Welcome, sir. I appreciate seeing you in here. But, okay, uh, the, pri- the, 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 the idea of, of the news that they've sold so much, right? When I heard it, my first instinct was, well-deserved, right? Like, you know, they're talking historically about what's gotten them here, right? And historically, while their competition has been fumbling and bumbling for reasons, right? They have been, if you are a single player lover of games, they have been your definitive source, right? And of course, we know Jim Ryan locked down the UK, right? And so that's all basically his doing, right? So, So to hear that they've outsold everyone and they're doing it left and right, you know, I say good on you, Sony. You know, uh, you, you know, you you've been able to to with competition, even though at that time the competition wasn't that stiff. You know, you've been able to pull it out, and even pause, and <laughs> and even Nintendo hasn't even been able to, to hold you back. That is worth that is worth commending. That's accolades right there, right? Now, as far as the timing of that news compared to now, you hear what Jim is saying and this and that. You know. Uh, I've been posting this. This <laughs> I've been posting this thing on media chat rooms because every time we talk about this thing, my brain goes crying lion. What was it? Uh, was it crying lion? Crying dance lion dance crying, move. Crying, crying lion dance moves. Ryan losing <laughs> cod and now he's dying. Like I've been hearing that in my head for a long time. Anyway, <laughs> basically what he's doing there, even after all that information is is known, right? People are like, yo. You know, you sold so much, and now you're hearing price increases. You're hearing a revisions where it's cheaper, it's cheaper to make, but it's also costing you more. All of that, right? It's business, baby, right? That's what it is. This is literally like, and for my for my for my uh, international viewers out there, for my soccer fans out there, this is basically Ronaldo holding his knee as soon as the the ref is close. If the ref is dumb enough not to see it, yeah, he gets the call. Doesn't mean anybody actually hit him, right? You know, you don't hate on him. For, for grabbing his knee that's what that's what Phil, that's what uh, Jim's doing right here right even though all the information says hey we're doing better than we ever have right we're absolutely crushing it we're killing all competition but 
they're saying, oh, we need protecting. Oh, look at us. Oh, we are the wallflower. Oh, the evil giant is coming, coming, coming to, to, to take to take a, to take us over, right? So you need to protect us, CMA, right? Don't hate on the C- don't hate on, on Jim Ryan for protecting his interests, right? Don't hate on uh, well, I would hate a little bit on Microsoft for not being aggressive, but we'll see where they go with that, right? But I'm just looking more at the CMA and how they respond. Because if they give Jim what he wants. That is the biggest boss move Jim can ever do. He can just go, okay, I'm retiring now. He literally yeah. put wrench in the works of a $70 billion deal. One man with a few words. That is worth like accolades. Gaz, I'm, I'm assuming yeah. you're going to bring sauce for about 10 minutes or so. Oh, please. Uh, w- welcome back there, Gaz. Yes, How are you feeling? Sauce! Of course I'm going to bring sauce. <laughs> All right, How listen. Uh, listen, we're, we're, we're going to get your sauce in a second. P- mm-hmm. Pause. Uh, Kay's got five. five, oh, five, five <laughs> uh, Kay, Kay's got five minutes. Kate, yes, sir. Listen, is it bad? As, uh, with with every time Jim Ryan comes out and says something, it does mm-hmm. seem as if he's stepping on his own D. Because mm. this news, <laughs> no, honestly, this news of a 56 percent increase, yep. overtaking the Nintendo Switch in the UK, where the CMA has mm-hmm. real concerns for their mm-hmm, number one mm-hmm, positioning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, and mind you, Call of Duty has not launched yet. That's yep. coming in October. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they're making these strides, and, and you can say it's because so, of their bangers. Okay, so be it. So, but you, you know what, you know what, Boom, though? To play devil's advocate, you call it tripping over his D, right? Right. I say he's primed the pump. You know to what to expect from him. So he's taking. He, so he's so taking he, Viagra. Is what you're saying? No, he's he's doing exactly <laughs> what he told you he was going to do. He's yeah, doing what exactly what PlayStation has been telling you they're going to do for years now. So every time you see them do it, I mean, if if Microsoft made this move, oh yeah, they're tripping all over the place. They're hitting every idiot branch on the way down, right? But that's not what Microsoft is known for. Sony is known for this. They're known for their aggressive moves. They're yeah. known for not paying attention to the PR hit because screw PR hit. It's a it's the bottom line that matters. And they've yeah. trained you about that for a long time. So when you hear Phil say uh, Phil say what he Phil says, people go, "What? What did he say? How did he say it?" What blah, blah, blah. When you hear when you hear Jim say it, ah, that's just PlayStation being PlayStation. There's no <laughs> hit there. There's no oh my goodness, he fell on his face. Oh, that'll be uh, no. They thrive in the sauce, as it were. You know what I'm saying? That's what Sony does. They thrive in the, oh, yeah, we are, we haters, and our gamers get the games and, you, and nobody else does. That's what they do. So to them, being being saucy in public is more par for the course. It's yeah. not a, oh, let's watch out, make sure we don't look bad. We look bad, so what? We the big monsters in the room. Yeah. And we have a, a monster as far as, as Microsoft with all the wallet space ready to take us on, so we have to be aggressive. Right. So he could give two, you know, what's about how it looks. All he cares about is, hey, it may look bad now, but if I'm even able to able to get a consent decree, that will be like a mark of gold that will stamp in in, in accolades for his name forever. Oh, yeah, that's the dude that was able to take Microsoft down. Yeah, but you know what? You know why that decree is not going to come? Because I'm not saying it it will. No, I'm just saying saying that's what he wants. to Well, he a lot of people are suggesting that he was baited. By my by by Microsoft by Phil Spencer because remember when he comes out there and says the three additional years to 2027 is inadequate it's not enough for him it's yep. not like Microsoft said hey we're taking the deal away from you no they're giving you the deal and you're saying that it's not enough we don't care so, about your so you player base 
to your point, I'll make one last, and then and I'll, I'll 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 jump back into the chat while my meeting's about to start right now. This all this stuff you're saying here, this is absolutely a hundred percent correct, and that's why our eyes should be on the CMA and their process, not necessarily on what old Jimmy Boy got to say, not necessarily what Microsoft is saying, because what Microsoft is saying is the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. They haven't yes. said anything new, right? And what is Jim trying to do? He's trying to get some blood. If it's a, if it's a drop of blood, he'll be happy. If it's a gush, oh, he's great, right? That's what he wants. So the question now is. Jim's doing what Jim does. And if he didn't do it, he wouldn't be doing his fiduciary duty to his stockholders. No, right? and that makes That's sense. That's what Jim's doing, right? Yeah. Microsoft is trying to protect as they do, and we think they're going to do a damn good job because, come on now, you know, you got Brad Smith in there, you got tr tr two trillion, two, sometimes three trillion dollar company. I think when it comes to the battle of warfare in a court, they'll be all right. The yeah. question is, who gets convinced? Does the CMA get convinced well that, they would that, if, that if the Jim second is, is the is the gazelle in this yeah right? if they That's get the, the official second look they're gonna have a board of people oh, that are actually gonna be making and that, that's where sony loses look. we are uh, and and please uh uh mr gaz lawyers uh, <laughs> sauce man correct me if i'm wrong <laughs> but since they didn't respond microsoft uh, by the deadline that the cma gave them they are already like automatically heading to, to the second phase now. Had phase two was responded. inevitable, irrespective exactly. of uh, Microsoft would have never relented on, on exactly. whatever concessions. Had Microsoft even relented enough, phase two could have been avoided. But there was no way they were going to be, be like, shocking. oh, here's a consent decree. If Microsoft decree. did <laughs> do know. that and that responded, been ridiculous. Uh, yeah. officially that means something really wrong with the deal. Exactly. So yeah. uh, it's so, all part of the course. Yeah. So because yeah. they've hit that that threshold now, we're we're full full force into into phase two at this point. So get ready for the lawyers and the discovery and and, and the bearing of all secrets. This yeah. is where the sauce lives. I'm out. So where we get right, I'm here. We we thank you. Guys. We'll see you later, brother. Listen, speaking <laughs> of sauce, uh, 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 guys, Gaz, being that we got you on here, let 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 let's talk about this because it was reported by GameIndustry.biz and of course Benji Sales, who you know. Uh, mm -hmm. that Sony saw a 56% increase from July to August on PlayStation 5 sales. Yeah. Uh, 56% is nothing to sneeze at. That is a monster, uh, uh, you know, um, monster gains. But what's even more uh, big about it is that they surpassed the Nintendo Switch. They mm -hmm. have taken the number one spot in console sales in 2022. And, we're, uh, and we still have, you know, ultimately three and a half months left of the year. And in that report, it does suggest that that, that Sony could now Sony's starting to get into their own about getting more consoles to the people. Again, I call it very coincidental that they raised the price, and now yeah, it's not coincidental. Now, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's it's yeah, it's it's not coincidence. It's a load of BS. But where where do you personally fall when you see the CMA, who you're familiar with? Obviously, you are an attorney. You understand how these things go. Um, when they come out and they say they're concerned about Sony's number one positioning within the market when Microsoft has been third for what seems almost a decade. We can go all the way back to the PlayStation 3 where the where the PS3 overtook the Xbox 360 on the back end. They, you know, the, uh, the Xbox lost the entire PlayStation 4 generation, and they're still losing now in regards to market share and placement within the, the three bigs. Microsoft is still number three. So, so when you see the CMA say this, and then you see these big numbers come out, what, what are your thoughts on that? Well, first of all, just to quickly tackle 
the point regarding the coincidental price rise in line with their stock increasing just so happens at the right time. I don't think I know we've made a lot of noise about the price hike, but I think people need to take stock of the fact that Sony has really taken the piss there. They know full they knew full well now is the time to increase the price because our stock is going to go in high. And then they had a, and what I will say, and I'll say it again, irrespective of global costs going arising forward and the cost of living or etc. Sony did this deliberately and they had more stock and then they still took the piss to raise the price up and pass that cost on to you, the consumer. One, that goes to show exactly what Sony is like. So when you're talking about the CMA and Microsoft's much more comparatively proficient lawyers, they will draw attention to the this along with a litany of Sony and PlayStation's behavior in the space and its legacy and premiership in the gaming space. It's not all, uh, you know, hunky-dory and got, you know, nice roses because despite its, in fact, the reason why it's number one is because Sony's ruthless. Sony always has been ruthless. Yes. And it doesn't get, you know, the this is what made me laugh so much last generation that, for the players moniker is such a laugh such a farce yeah. when when you associate it with playstation unless you talk about quality of uh, you know triple experiences right. only then is it for the players now for this so i want to get that off my chest i find this is why i have i mean I play, you know people think i have an axe to grind with playstation i understand that with the source videos but really look at the comparative values of the two company and how they communicate and the bullshit and the lies and they always come through now with the cma what really annoyed me although you have to understand cma still has to do his job but what it doesn't need to do is almost copy and paste what exactly what sony said to the brazilian board which already was out of kilter and left field you are not employed or you are not designed to protect PlayStation's market dominance. That's not your role. You are anti, you know, you're looking at anti-compete measures and a regulatory yes. body. So you're, if anything, and, and by their own metric, the CMA falls, trips over itself because it talks about new entrants in the space and new competition in the space. And then you've got this disruptive, uh, disruptive, relatively new subscription service that's now invigorating the, the gaming industry pro-consumer at a time where it's so massively difficult and expensive for everywhere, like around the world. Like we're lucky in the West, but even all of us struggle with our uh, with the cost of expenses. Microsoft comes and makes it much more viable, brings this new competitive service, and CMA is citing that new entrants can't come in whilst simultaneously acknowledging the fact that new entrants typically don't even come in anyway. And despite the fact that the actual real entrants that could feasibly enter this space have actually tried and are still trying, Netflix, Amazon, and Google, these are multi-billion dollar companies. So if this is an indication of the CMA's I guess, skill set or attitude towards things. And bear in mind, the phase one was very, there's a different standard of proof. It's like, if you're going to say stage two, it's in legal terms, it's almost like beyond reasonable doubt, a higher right. burden of proof. So the first one is a cursory kind of 
they will assume the worst case and what those concerns are. And CMA also loves the attention they will get from, from this multi-billion <laughs> dollar deal. Let's be honest. Second phase two, Microsoft and I've, you can see that from Phil Spencer's statements to just generally their legal team. They will slap it across. They will slap it across. And okay, Santi keeps talking about Jim Ryan getting a win and all of that. No, it's really just desperation. You have to understand. Call of Duty has PlayStation so shook. Why wouldn't it? Why yeah. wouldn't play? It's it's like Colt Eastwood uh, shared uh, a tweet later. The 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 statistics of the the game sold number one and number three best selling game of last year. Call of Duty. Even the Call of Duty Vanguard was the worst COD we've had in years. It was still number yeah. one, number three, number two. Madden. All this nonsense about you know first party bangers and exclusives. All that narrative has fall, uh, fallen through. Jim Ryan has shown his desperation. So what he's trying to do, and I'm not saying that what he's doing is wrong as far as companies concerned and self-preservation or PlayStation is concerned, but it's bullshit. I'm sorry, I keep swearing. No, but no, that's it's, it's listen, we're we're all adults here. If you throw a couple of curse words, we're not gonna spank your yeah. hand. Listen, first of all, guys, I, I, I am unbelievably honored and thrilled that you're here because <laughs> I really am happy we're hearing this from someone that's in a region that does see what the CMA does. And I think oh, you're I will, right. I, let me clarify. Uh, I'm not in mergers and acquisitions. No, 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 no. I understand Hoag that. Law no. is the person you yeah, really... If any lawyer you want to listen to, it's Hoglo. And I've listened to Hoglo. He's saying exactly the same things I'm saying because mm -hmm. it's all common sense. And Hoglo always speaks sense and he's quite objective irrespective of what people say. But the UK's attitude, and you say I'm coming from the UK, generally as, as a lawyer, it, this thing, I'll, it's going through. Consent yeah. decrees and all of that is just a desperate attempt to try and get and squeeze out more than three years of COD. But if any Microsoft's lawyers are as good as I'm saying they are, they will slap that away because they'll say three years of COD is way more beyond contractual obligations. Well, that's, what Phil got... that's actually what Phil Spencer said. You know, their, their, their contract officially expires at the end of 2024. So they have yeah. Call of Duty this year. They have Call of Duty next year, whatever that's going to yeah. look like, and Call of Duty in 2024. They turn around and they say, okay, we're going to give you an additional three years, basically yeah. conceding the entire generation as exactly. Sony being known as the brand that has Call of Duty. Now, granted, I don't think marketing rights uh, for those three years would go to um, you know, to back to Sony's. They would say at Microsoft, but I do have one question because I know you're on limited time. Yeah. Is there a world where there is a decree where Sony gets their way and says, hey, listen, we're going to get those three years. We take them, but you can't put your game on your own service into Game if Pass. If that happens, that is shocking. If that okay. happens and Game Pass is precluded from having it, a brand new nascent subscription services that's tri massively pro-consumer in a time like this, and a regulatory board decides to actually just purely and i'm sorry but it's purely safeguarding sony's position right that would send shockwaves throughout the ftc would be in trouble the uh, microsoft would take them to court and it would be a whole saga so okay. it's not happening as far as i'm concerned it's impossible impossible that that happens that you take that away because then that FTC and it has kind of done this with, with regard to um, 
what's it called with regard to uh oculus um meta sorry and then they ruled against their you know there's beat saber type games in, in in a new market it was complete nonsense but this one this one if they go ahead and do that i will be shocked how this is going to work out is this the deal is going through well we'll see what the conditions are the only things that could increase are maybe perhaps the number of years call of duty appears on playstation mandatorily beyond the existing contract only three years become could become four years become five years but it doesn't really matter i, I would find that hard to believe um, and some assurances. What you can't do as a regulatory authority is demand that Microsoft makes Call of Duty uh, available on PlayStation in perpetuity. That's impossible. You can't do that. Things right. change. You can't mandate Microsoft. Call of Duty remains multi-platform all the time. I will say this, though. There is double speak from the way Phil Spencer's angled it. And I would say almost these statements come out. They do read as almost bad faith statements because I was quite surprised at three years. I was like, the, what you're saying and the way you're saying it and how, and that might th make them fall away in favor from, no, not in favor of the FTC. They'll, they'll look at that quite skept uh, in, uh, with a degree of skepticism. I do do think there's a lot of double speak in the manner in which you've said things. And you can, you can say, well, well, the specifics of the wording didn't really suggest that. But then there's a bit of bad faith, in my opinion, the way you, uh, you say things like that. But COD, I'm surprised it's three years. I was on this. I was on the train that COD would remain multiplayer. I mean, to be honest, even if it does remain multiplayer, if it comes to Game Pass, to me, that's like a massive that's the, win. Well, that's anyway. the exclusive in its own. It's, because it's an exclusive in its own right. About seventy six forty three here in the states. You know, yeah. in, at least here in New York, for with tax, and yeah. Microsoft is going to sell it potentially for as low as five dollars with the with the friends and family plan. They're going to launch this fall. Absolutely, bro. If the, even the three years are so clever, the three years are so clever because they'll give you an extra three years, and this uh, it goes up to twenty twenty four. You're all Call of Duty coming to Xbox exclusively mid gen, compared to the marketing push that you could have next gen, COD right. exclusive, the home of Xbox exclusive, massive deal, massive difference. Yes. That is. Every gen star is fresh, fresh slate. That's yes. where you get people will move right now. Sony is selling, outselling X, uh, PlayStation outselling Xbox, and Xbox is catching up. That's fine. And you know, you'll have a, an incremental increase in Xbox grad gains ground this generation, but nothing is the same like a brand new gen. My Microsoft did an almost U-turn this gen. For all the nonsense it pulled off last gen, it's done a remarkable change. But the next gen, a fresh new slate. That's where you get mass migration between uh, platforms. Well, just imagine the, the the marketing. Uh, we turn around and, yeah. and the new console launches in 2028, which is, which, which is what expected seven years for this generation, a new version or a more high-powered console. And Microsoft could not only have first-party bangers, as the kids say, they could turn around and say, play Call of Duty here. You know, and that's that's going to that migration that you're talking about is mm -hmm. going to be massive because for what 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 will be five dollars a month up to five people on one game pass subscription, you have a shot during the opening star opening salvo of a generation, Gaz, to lock down Call of Duty on your platform. That's pretty bonkers.
Bro, but think, the funny thing is a lot of people are pushing COD, 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 FTC, the regulation, CMA, COD, COD, COD. But if, and this is a question, big question mark, if, a big if, Microsoft get its act together with its management and starts yeah. managing these studios, if they could just get away with even making COD multi-platform extra more than three years, what about everything else that my Activision Blizzard's working on? I know, World no one's Warcraft talking about that. No one's not talking about that, but that's the clever angle. Let them be blindsided by COD. Let Sony be blindsided by COD. But Microsoft has so much on the table that the industry... This is what I take issue with Jim Ryan, and this is what J David Jaffe was saying. I was thinking the same thing. For the first time in a very long time, almost at the start of PlayStation entering this phase, PlayStation has never looked this weak. Yes. Never looked this weak. Yeah. Nope. No exec is Phil Spencer. Uh, Jim Ryan's the salty as hell, crying about it. Oh, this is not for the what was it for for the, for the betterment of our gamers? I'm like, who yes. the hell are you? You're so you're literally there begging. Is like no get entitled. You sound like you're desperate. You sound like you're entitled. You sound like you're caught unawares and that you don't have the faculties to go ahead and counter a move like this. But if you really are PlayStation, if you really are the PlayStation and your fanboys propel you to those heights, then why can't you make something like COD? Why can't you make a single first-person shooter that could even rival something like Halo Infinite, which is weaker than it's ever been? Yep. You can't... This is the thing. This is what annoys me about fanboys. You, on one hand, you propel the... Uh, you know, have this high station for PlayStation that top unmatched quality yet here you're begging and so many of the fanboys follow the same suite they're crying about oh phil spencer's lying and all of that all right but what about playstation i thought playstation was untouchable so wh where is it what's going on why are you begging this is the thing your playstation guys became beggars rawly and that shows that your narrative of relying on exclusive games all the time was bs if The Last yeah. of Us 2 can only sell 10 million and you can tout exclusives all the time and now you're literally here with the marks on burn marks on your knees trying to get COD for longer. I see PlayStation fanboys over here crying about the exclusivity, this Modern Warfare 2 deal and they get it early and they're beating their chests over it. I'm like, if you had a bit of if common sense, you're literally marketing what is potentially Xbox's first party title. <laughs> they're, those are the receipts in the future. We'll laugh at you and say, hey, hold on a minute. Now you're going to, they're going to do it. They're going to downplay Call of Duty next year or in 2025 when it's not, uh, uh, you know, right. uh, subject to PlayStation. And then what are you going to do? So yeah, it just, it killed so many narratives. This it whole did. thing has exposed so much of the truth that a lot of us were talking about. Well, you know, what's interesting. Um, I, I, I kind of wonder if the bait was put out there for Jim Ryan, because, you know, he did come out and say, well, being that Phil Spencer put it out there in a the public forum, does it make PlayStation look a little bad to the regulators when Microsoft has said, hey, listen, we were going to give them three additional years. And one of the biggest things that you can't that you can't you can't put a price tag on in business is time gas. And mm -hmm. they're allowing they're allowing Sony an additional three years to staff up, make a make a triple A bang or so calm. You know what I'm saying? Giving them the yeah. time. Hey, listen, you're still gonna have Call of Duty on your console, but while you got six more years, you can deliver a new a new SOCOM that everyone's been asking. Put the triple A money behind that game and put it out there for the peoples. And what what's again, does does it make them look a little bad? 
to the regulators when Microsoft is saying, wait a second, we're not taking taking it away in 2024. We're giving you to the end of the generation, and now you're spatting in our face. Well, thing is, I don't have much faith in the regulators being au fait with what the uh, dynamics of the gaming industry are. Like, will they be aware that they've been sitting on their asses all day just pushing this single-player, third-person, linear you know, format for ages. They might not even know the value of SOCOM, but, you know, Xbox, absolutely, Microsoft should say, they should be at the top of their arguments and counter arguments. They should be saying, why can't you do it? What is it about Call of Duty that you cannot do? You cannot just churn out, a, like they did in the Brazilian statement, oh, Call of Duty is such a force, it's a category in its own right. Yeah, uh, that's well, a lot of BS. Yeah. Well, that's nonsense. So, you, you know, at the one time you downplay Call of Duty and, you know, whatever it's become. And then at the, on the other hand, you're just saying that it's it's a video game. There have been disruptors on this all the time. Call of Duty might not even be the force it is right now in five years. It's had a massive uh, spree. But there there is a game that's coming that's going to change the paradigm. PUBG was, at the one point, the killer of of uh you know multiplayer games and battle royale games fortnite buried it by literally copying it and obviously had its own take on it copied and pasted what PUBG did literally copied that what is it that playstation can't do you know you talk about competition in this space but how is this uh, positive for competition where sony just gets to coast on existing ip that it doesn't even own that has done nothing to enrich other than its fans just buying the game which they can still buy the game for x number of years it's just nonsense all this stuff i i want bungie to be exclusive to playstation and i want uh activism and cod yeah i want it bungie's games should be exclusive to playstation do you know how amazing that would be for us gamers? Because finally, 343 is sitting there with no competition. That's why they get lazy. Go to Bungie and they work hard and deliver for PlayStation a exclusive first-person shooter. That's the one chance Sony has of right. delivering a what call a Halo killer, even though I think Halo killed itself. But <laughs> this is what competition is all about. So I do not have any sympathy whatsoever for Sony. I do acknowledge that this is going to cause them worry, that the money, the third-party money and the third-party audience, which is vastly outweighs the first-party core audience, might migrate, although I don't, don't think that's going to happen this gen. But that's why I have no respect for Sony when they come out looking weak. I was very surprised at how weak Jim, uh, Jim Ryan and Sony looked. Not just the Brazilian statements, but Jim Ryan coming out with that statement. And then it became really petty. He says, well, since Phil Spencer opened his mouth and made it public, that's a load of bullshit. They, you, what do you want them to do? Sit there, do nothing, and not address the FTC and the regulators? Of course he's going to do that. It goes to show his desperation. Just find it so weird. And entertaining, I should add. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, Gaz, brother, I don't know how much time you got left, brother, but thank you so much for hanging out. We super no, appreciate fine. you jumping on and giving us some facts. You've been, I mean, you lit up the chat. Everyone is not only happy with the source that you dropped, but the facts <laughs> that you're bringing to the conversation. Uh. No, absolutely, man. And I'm here. I'm here. I'm just supposed to be working while I'm doing this, but I'm here. I just want to say shout out to Fuzzy and Web Dave. Yes. Uh, we'll yeah, be doing a... <laughs> yeah, sorry. I, I, in my... 
I got so, yeah, Thursday. I got lost in the sauce. Sorry. So uh, yeah, that's, listen, <laughs> we love it. We love that's it. the best kind of sauce. Uh, yeah. So listen, before we bring in Fuzzy, I want to catch up on some of the super chats. Been quite a few of them. Uh, we have uh, Bunty who's been a member for 16 months of the channel. He says, "Well, Guan Boom and Panel, have a great day. Let's have a great show. Thank you, Corbini Gaming." Dr. Five Dollars Super Chat says, "Hey, Boom, keep up the great work. I'm enjoying the extra shows. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for the generosity, but thank you for the compliments." Uh, Brigaders Blue drops a very generous Five Dollars Super Chat and says, "I personally love the five um, the five episodes a week. Can't catch most of them live, but always listen to them later when I'm working out or uh, working or at the gym." Yeah, thanks so much for that, brother. Drawn TJ, what's up, Drawn TJ? How you feeling, brother? He drops a Five Dollars Super Chat and says, "Hi, guys. Sony." just needs to let game pass on playstation yeah ab absolutely uh and that will never happen but you know what that's you never know uh gerald mack who's been a channel member for 12 months says this decade sony pulled the wool over fans eyes and told them triple a bangers is why they are number one um it it, it was it, it was cod uh who who lied and absolutely for that danny passion official just a two dollars super chat says gaz is trying to stop the deal with the with <laughs> he is the cma <laughs> uh jfx double eight just wow it's very generous 20 dollars super chat jf thank you so much for that and of course thank you for being here he says microsoft cod Will, rem uh, will remain on PlayStation for three years. Microsoft, after the acquisition, COD will no longer release annually. I mean, that they could very well do that because, remember, it costs hundreds of million dollars to develop this thing. Who says they have to make this game if they feel they're not going to get their investment back on it? Uh, Tom from Toonami drops a $2 super chat. Thank you for that, brother. He says, Bungie belongs to the streets. And we also have an, uh, another super chat from Rel. Rel, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for the generosity. He says Bungie will buy out the, their their contract before being an exclusive for Sony, and that's you know I mean they 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 did say and again a lot of people again it's one of those moves that Sony talked about and Bungie specifically talked about that a lot of people had to scratch in their heads, guys. Um, you know it they yeah. bought them for uh, uh for three, $3. billion dollars, yeah. right? And 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 their games will remain on everywhere. <laughs> I mean, that's a desperation move. I need to specify how desperate Sony were because they, it's funny. I, I'm quite astounded at what I said this. Fans said it, Xbox fans in particular, irrespective, maybe it was because of motivations through bias, but it was obvious. The live service, multiplayer, that's where the cash cow was. That's where the yes. audience is. That's where the masses are. Yeah, Sony was doing this third person over the shoulder template. Uh, you know, ad nauseum, and it peaked at PlayStation 4 gen to the point where Shu Yoshida, when he was asked what, why the PlayStation 4 is doing so well in the early days, he said, I, we don't know. We don't know, but it's doing well. It's a combination of things in hindsight, Xbox yeah. faltering and, you know, the comp pricing, all of that, the perfect storm. But they got so comfortable with that third-person model that they completely caught unawares, and that's why they spunked this three billion dollars on one company because they have no heart comparatively no talent whatsoever to deliver first uh first person games otherwise they wouldn't have spunked this money on on bungie so they're desperate they needed that that's bungie <laughs> and their staff which again they paid a billion on staff retention for a reason yes there's no way they would pay a billion it's, it go everything is on the wall 
It's an admission by Sony. That price tag is an admission by Sony. We messed up. We thought it was all going to be about single-player games until The Last of Us sold only 10 million. And, you know, it's all about multiplayer. We're going to pay a billion to retain the staff, and that staff is going to be squeezed hard on their talents across their studios because what they're going to do is going to simulate them as much as possible, use their skill set to try, train, and build all these 10 live service games that they're doing. They're cap- Sony's playing catch-up in the most horrible way. Right. That's the thing. It's playing catch-up in the most horrible way. So it's not an enviable position, despite the fact that Sony is still doing remarkably well, considering its actual internal affairs. Future, The future is a massive question mark where above PlayStation when you've got Microsoft finally awake. Although I'll say finally awake and still remarkably showing a propensity to make stupid mistakes because I don't think it's all green in Microsoft and management. No, but- no, no. Ma- management is, is an issue and they're going to have to get that squared away. But like right now, yeah. like, you know, as I would imagine that there's going to be uh, proper people put in positions where, you know, when, when Blizzard becomes first party, Mike Ybarra is going to run that show. Uh, whoever's yeah. running King, well, you haven't heard any problems with King, so I would imagine they're going to keep that as well. Uh, Activision itself, I, I've called this. I, I don't know if this is going to happen. I feel that Sarah Bond is going to be given uh, that position as head of Activision. I think that she is exactly what that uh, what what that uh, what they need over there for a multitude of reasons, and I think that her skill set is through the roof ridiculous. Uh, and I, I think, think that mostly she, for PR purposes, right? Yeah, no, I mean, the PR aspect of it, first of all, obviously, one of the biggest issues coming out of Activision was the fact that they had a Bill Cosby room, which is disgusting. The thing that actually they had a Bill Cosby life. room. Yeah, where that that's what that that's what the frat boys called it. I guess they went and did their wow. sexual things there. <laughs> but it was, called, it was literally called the Bill Cosby room, which is I it's mean, a if, different if you kind know of what that's about. Guys. That's, <laughs> that's a messed up kind yeah, of stuff. It is so yeah. so obviously, yeah, mm, that, that's wow. that's definitely not good. Um listen, let's let's get fuzzy in on the conversation. Fuzzy, <laughs> look. Turn your uh, camera on, Fuzzy. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, maybe I, one day. May, maybe one day we'll get fuzzy on camera. Yeah. But fuzzy, look, uh, we, we, I, we I think the, he's Jim Ryan. Go on, tell <laughs> us your life. He, could, he doesn't <laughs> sound like Jim Ryan, but maybe he's changing his voice. Maybe he's uh has a voice changer. Uh Fuzzy, all, all joking aside, uh, mm-hmm. we, we see this report that comes out from GameIndustry.biz. We see uh, other people that are, are are prime members of the community when it comes to the number crunching in Benji sales talk about how Sony has, from July to August, sold 56% more PS5s mm-hmm. in the UK. Uh, mm-hmm. Not only that, they have overtaken Nintendo and the Nintendo Switch. They are the number one selling console in 2022. Uh, so far, uh, they also are in the same breath crying to the CMA that they feel that this deal, this Microsoft deal with Activision King Blizzard or Blizzard King is going to somehow hurt PlayStation when right at the time they announced a price increase, a $50 price increase. Well, wow, look at that. Consoles are now more available than ever. What, what are your thoughts on that? Oh, uh, you know. A lot of consoles went to scalpers. Who knew that Sony was their actual scalper? Um, no, but seriously, <laughs> with with the uh, the timing of it, I think uh, Gaz knocked it out of the park. With yeah, it's it's not a coincidence. They were purposely either holding back or kind of waiting things out. It's like okay, well, if we're gonna 
you know, make this next big push as far as getting these consoles in customers' hands. Well, we go ahead and up the price. I mean, scalpers are doing it. You got other stores doing it. So Sony learns from stuff that they see out on the market. Oh, bundles. Hey, people still buying the stuff and they're willing to pay a couple extra hundred bucks. And all we did was put a digital code in there. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we could do that. So it, there's no coincidence on the price hike and the availability. It, it's like the perfect storm, it, at least for Sony, for their quote unquote greed or however you want to spin it. Uh, it the for the payers would be the, the better terminology instead of for the players. But uh, aside from that, the CMA with their emoji ridden, you know, tweet on Twitter not too long ago, it, it just seems that it was a, a definitely a copy and paste from like the Brazilian documents and things along those lines where it, sure it it's uninformed from their end. Um, it's just, you know, basically retweeting what, what Sony was telling Brazil, but I, I guess the big thing is they're going to have to really, you know, open their eyes and 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 on this second phase of things, really take a deeper look. Considering you know Sony's over here crying that you know we don't want to lose our position. They're 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 taking advantage of us by taking COD away. They only offered three years, and you know we've had it for twenty, and that's unfair. And it's like okay, but you're still selling consoles now. First of all, Nintendo hasn't had COD in quite a while, and it's been doing fantastic. I don't, I don't think that. I think the last Call of Duty that was actually on a Nintendo product was during the 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 uh, the Wii U, mm-hmm. I think, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so they they've been doing just fine without COD, and they were selling like gangbusters, and they were pretty much catching up to what the PS4 has done, and now, amazingly with this new availability, hey, the PS5 is out selling. So the whole terminology that the CMA made with, you know, Microsoft being a a leading console maker. Oh, okay. They're one of the three, but they're in third place. And the numbers show that, and it should be easy for them to look that up type of thing. So you, you can't protect Sony considering that they're selling like gangbusters still, especially considering they just raised the price, which is anti-consumer kind of. And now the stuff is magically available. And it, it just seems like there, there's some lobbying going on behind scenes that I'm pretty sure uh, Brad Smith and, and the rest of the Microsoft lawyer team are going to kind of expose or at least put a lot of that stuff to task as far as, you know, pointing out all the factors of where those that that tweet was kind of misguided or misleading to to the most part. But the grand scheme of things, I think in the grand or in the long term, Sony's going to be fine. Sure, it's a bunch of posturing. Uh, Jim Ryan's got to, you know, put up his best, I guess, uh, you know, crying game to kind of show that he's doing his job for his, you know, for the payers that are buying these consoles at a marked up price and, you know, the marked up price for the games and such. So it, it it's, it's more just theater, uh, theatrics. Sure. He's got to try to get his best deal. If he can get them to the table to get a, a decree or, or some sort of better negotiation, even if, you know, it's only one more year from the three year, I, I think it, it, it's, kind of a win for them at this at this point because the alternative is that microsoft goes full sony on them and then they wind up like sega and just become a publisher but 
that's a <laughs> that's a King David uh, theory going <laughs> going around type of deal. But um, yeah, I it, it just seems odd that Sony is is kind of taking the I guess almost like the Xbox One place as far as how the generation started. And even though they have this lead, it, it just seems like it's dwindling by each week. Each week, you know, PlayStation or Jim Ryan is stepping on a rake, you know, trying to, you know, I guess get a better deal for themselves, but it just smacks them in the face in the long run. So I, I can't wait till this deal uh, closes. I, I'm, I was hoping for before the end of this year, but if it's, February to April time next year. That's fine too. I just can't wait until this deal's over with. So that way, yo, sorry to interrupt. Big news, bro. But uh, Polish Kraken is right. Fucking Bonnie Ross is leaving three four three Industries. Oh, oh, wow! Shit, man! I tried to work on some sauce video. What the? (laughs) (laughs) We yes, yes. Halo can finally be good again. Make Halo great again. <laughs> I, I love it. Well, you know what, folks? Let's uh, let let let's let's move on to the breaking news that happened in front of us, uh, and we'll go first to Gaz. Gaz, you have been very very vocal <laughs> of Bonnie Ross. Uh, I told you she needs to go. She needs to go. Ah. Oh. Okay. All right. This, all right. All right. All right. Let me let me let me read the statement because it's yes. It's, please, uh, by all means. Thank you. Whoever, whoever broke that story. Thank you so much for that. That's very kind of thank you. Thank you Double for super the super chat. chat. That's uh, that was Polish Kraken. You hit the news. I was on Twitter already. I wasn't watching porn, maybe. Um, and then and I came across <laughs> this. Switched on Twitter, and I found this news. She goes, "While I had hoped to stay with Halo until we released the winter update." Um, I'm letting you know that I will be leaving 343 and be attending to a family medical issue. Oh, okay. Well, that's my bad. Um, I mean, she didn't need to leave the thing. That's just posturing there. But I'm incredibly proud of the work everything everyone at 343 Industry has done with Halo Infinite, the Master Chief Collection, and the Halo Television Series. Uh, anyway, um, and so much more. It's been an honor to serve alongside the team for the last 15 years and to be part of the universe that I love. Thank you to everyone in the Halo community for your support. Halo's future is bright. Yeah, now that you got and I cannot wait for all of you to experience that we have what we have in store. What uh. Rand Althor is such a piece of Rand knew about this before the news broke because he knew a lot about the Halo stuff and he mess DM'd me while I was doing my little rant earlier, 15 minutes ago, and he told me something big is going to happen very, very soon and you're going to hear about it. Mm. This is what it was. Wow. Body Ross is leaving. Yes, Halo can be good. Can be good now. <laughs> I'm going to read you know that let, and I'm going to get let, so much hate. Let, let, let me throw this out there to you guys and we'll bring okay. Web Dave and Fuzzy into the conversation because this is breaking news. I, I didn't expect uh, this to happen while we're doing this show regarding what, what we were talked about earlier. But uh, listen, I had a chance to meet Bonnie Ross in 2019. She's very, mm-hmm. very smart. She's very, very passionate about Halo. She, I, I only got a chance to talk to her for, I don't know, five minutes or so during E3 2019. Uh, and uh, she, she, she obviously cared about the brand. But with that, all of that said, we cannot deny the fact that uh, Halo Master Chief Collection launched broken. 
Halo 5, uh, Halo 4 on the 343 had a great single player, not a great multiplayer. Halo 5 had a horrendous multi, uh, single player, but a great multiplayer. And then obviously we see what happened with now. I I, I gave Halo Infinite a ten out of ten, and I I, I'm, I stand by that because I think it's what? it's phenomenal. I no, that's no, okay. I mean, listen, everyone's opinions, right? I love yeah. that game. I have put a a ridiculous amount of time into both single player and multiplayer. I love it. Yes, it's lacking content. Yes, uh, it didn't show well when it was first shown off with you know flickering and popping and things of that nature. But I have to say, Gaz, it, I'm interested to get your opinion on this. Do you honestly believe that this is just one of the big moves that needed to happen for them to finally fix Halo Infinite when it comes to it being the live service game that they want it to be? Well, you know, um, Colt East was calling me just, go away, Colt! Uh, <laughs> um, listen. Bonnie Ross, I'm sure she's a lovely person. She was the one who made the pitch to Microsoft and the execs to make Halo take it where it is because she made it quite clear. This is a very public information in the interview. She, uh, Microsoft said they were going to do a couple of games and they thought Halo had died. The, internally, Microsoft thought this Halo had run its course. Bonnie Ross made made the pitch saying she wanted to be the George Lucas of this franchise and take the reins. It was Bonnie Ross who took on the reins, took on all the masses of responsibility that comes with taking on this legacy. You, you know, it's just the way it is. And I'm sure it weighs heavily on her that since she took over Halo, it has been worse than it has ever been under Bungie. Um, critically, functionally, everything. Master Chief Collection was broken for years. That is a massive fail to the point where 343, after a few years, decided to revisit it and fix it. By then, the momentum was lost. We know with Halo 4, half of the game was rubbish. The multiplayer. First time they take on a brand new Halo game and they copy Call of Duty. Shows a complete lack of vision. She's the She was the lead vicariously you're liable people in the community need to make their minds up by the way when the cyberpunk fiasco came up they're like leave the devs alone it's all the management okay fine if you you don't want to blame the developers for the lackluster quality of your games and you say it's a management problem then fine okay stick to that lane so now here we're, where they come and people are coming at me already they're saying this is not right you know whatever family emergency look family emergency doesn't mean you leave this is this was coming from a mile away. It was coming. If did it, we were asking this question all the time, why is Bonnie Ross bulletproof? How can you fail in every iteration of Halo and still keep your job? We're desperate for some positive change that will shift the negativity and constant, consistent faltering to take Halo where it is supposed to be. Let's be honest. Joseph Staten, he was the one who where's bonnie ross been since halo infinite came out you didn't it's hear funny i i you know a lot of people a lot of people have asked that question guys I, I you know she has been nowhere to be found since he came back in and he took over development duties of 343 yeah well look he, he's the he's the leader 
He was the leader. He was the narrative director of the old games. He's took on the lead and he is the one supposed I have question marks around whether or not he can pull it because he said some stuff and then faltered on his own accord. But we needed a clear, a clear leadership. Now this absentee landlord is gone. Then we have a p prospect, a potential for Halo to finally be righted. So as Twitter comes at me <laughs> right now for saying, yes, Halo can be good again, I'll stick to my words. I don't give a damn what anyone says. I go hard on Halo because e Halo's potential should was up there. Up there. I don't care. All like, oh, it's so hard for them to get such unrealistic expectations. No. Where it is and where it could be are two different things. Bonnie Ross leaving may finally, may finally signify the change that Halo desperately needs. That's in my yeah. view. No, I mean, it, it, and and you have a you have a right to feel that way. Uh, I, mm -hmm. Obviously, you know, we have put out there exactly what we thought of some past releases that weren't so great. Uh, yeah. You know, obviously, you said something very interesting. Why is she bulletproof? Why yeah. why could she have this many uh, conundrums when it came to Halo? And, and obviously, she's you know she was she was untouchable. Uh, well, now, so, look, oh, I, so sorry. More news has just come out. Oh wow! So th this is this is insane. So I'll post it on the chat okay. so you guys can read it. But it's basically the whole leadership structure is re is changed. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, the, the, yeah. Continue. Pierre, I don't know who Pierre hint, Heinz hints it was now taking over as studio head. Brian Kosky will be the GM of the franchise, and Elizabeth Van Wick will oversee business and operations. Don't know any of these names. No. Uh, but, no. I don't know any yeah. of them either. Wow. Well, yeah. look, we, we have heard, you know, Jez Corden. Obviously, I think you kind of know him. <laughs> Jez yep. Corden had made mention that there were going to be some big changes. Uh, also, someone that you might know, I don't know, uh, OBM, uh, One Bad Mother, yes. uh, has, has said uh, that there were going to be some big changes coming. And I honestly think that this is what the brand needed. Uh, the brand needed a reset, uh, and again, I have I have always stayed very st steadfast about. I don't want to see anyone lose their jobs. Nobody wants to see anyone get fired. If you do, sorry, you're an asshole because nobody wants to see anybody lose their job. That that is that is. A what about Bobby Kotick? Well, yeah, he's the devil. <laughs> he's <a different>. <laughs> he, 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 he is he is literally <laughs> the devil. So so you don't care about him. Plus. He's not. He's leaving on eighteen golden parachutes. Not <laughs> yeah. so. I'm sure she has some as well. Oh yeah, she's no, no she, she's not going to be in any trouble. I, 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 so, so, so let's let let's bring in Web Dave. Dave, this is big breaking news. Oh, not yeah. something we thought we were going to talk about today, but here we are, 531 people in the chat. Thank you so much for being here. Share this out there. I also sent a link to Randall Thor. See if he wants to pop in for a hot second and give his opinion <laughs> on this breaking news that he knew about. Shame on that mf'er. Um, <laughs> uh, but Dave, what what are your thoughts on this? You know, we we depending on who you ask, a lot of people can pick up Halo Infinite. And they can have a really good time with it. Now, the game is lacking as service game because it's lacking content. And in a service game, you have a new, uh, you know, thing every three months. And now we're going to be playing season two all the way until March when it was supposed to end this year in November, starting season three for December. 
Uh, so there's been a lot of missteps. Are you shocked that not only is Bonnie Ross gone, but they are making all of these massive changes to right the wrongs of Halo Infinite? Am I shocked? No. Um, is it about time? Yes. Um, now, whether it's cover or whether it's just a, oh, this is a good time to get out because I have some family things I need to deal with, that's fine. You know, I let her save face, whatever she needs to do. Um, some other people were saying that she's gotten offered um, to to run another studio for Microsoft when the family things clear up. I don't, I don't, I don't know the lividity of that. All I know is that um, there need to be some changes. Halo, to me, is a great game, but it was definitely not ready on all cylinders. It, uh, you know, the single player was was good, and I enjoyed playing it and loved it. The campaign, uh, the multiplayer at times, especially when it first came out, was great because it was like, oh wow, they've really stepped up their game. But to to not have the maps, that needs to be at least twenty new maps by this point that they don't have. There needs to be a lot more, um, you know, game types. And things that they can do, they need to have Forge, they need to have the split-screen co-op. All those things really needed to to fall together before the game released. You know, it's, it's hindsight's 2020, but this is where we're at now, and hopefully this will be the, you know, if anything, it's going to give them a little cover to get things back on track. But I think this is the last time that anybody's really going to give Halo... The, okay, all right. Now you've 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 got your Bonnie's not there. You're mixing up the management team. We'll give you the year, year and a half. Let's get this shit going. I, I think if they don't make a really good effort and really get things going, then it is just not. It, it's um. It, this is this is their second chance for a good first impression, and they better not drop the ball on this one. Or there may not be a Halo in the future. That's that's my opinion. And Gaz, I mean, I'm so glad listen, you're here, no, no, you, listen. It, it's Halo is the face of Xbox, and there are a lot of people, including myself, wonder how it could have fallen so badly. You know what I'm saying? Like honestly, it has. You know, p- people make memes of Halo Infinite, and I don't. Again, right now, if you were to pick up the game the game plays incredible let let's not forget that 343 did make an incredibly playing halo infinite it's it's phenomenal the problem with halo infinite is the fact that we are still promised things that we haven't gotten forge is going to change let me tell you something don't sleep on Forge. I'm not a Forge guy. That I, oh yeah, I, yeah. That, that's not my thing. But we have seen Forge people. Map. It's Forge's map. Yeah, it's going to be massive, and it's going to bring a new. Every, the, the maps that. Gad, you want to add something to that? Gad, I know. I know where you're going with this, Boomer. You can say it's going to bring a massive change and all of that. But the irony is, despite the, the fact that a lot of people in the community, the seasoned ones who were damaged limitation on this, said Forge wasn't even that important. Now Forge is seen as the savior for Halo. And I was saying here, day one, like, look, 
Forge is less important than co-op, but it's still important because maps. Now, the biggest problem with Halo is content. And now Forge is so incredibly powerful that the people working on Forge are building maps that put 343, three, despite the fact that they're the ones who built Forge in the first to place. Shame. Put yes. to shame. Absolutely yes. put into shame. Why can't you? Why are we stuck with two maps for the whole of up until March next year? Then two yeah. new maps that are coming. Four maps in total. That's ridiculous. Forge is Absolutely. incredible. As a tool, it is incredible. 343 deserve the props for building that, not the props for delaying it and not being able to, um, you know, uh, commit to their own promises. But Forge will help absolutely but yep. it's coming out in beta form and yes. then it's going to have another update in march so this is going to be a creature that's going to develop over time the problem with the master chief collection was that it was so late and then it started to it lost its momentum i made a video on why i thought halo master chief collection was incredible me myself as a massive hardcore halo fan just didn't even touch master chief collection until it was, what, last year I made that video? And I'm like, oh, wow, it's actually fixed. Oh, wow, there's a region filter, which Halo Infinite doesn't have. Forge is going to be incredible. But in order for Halo to be where it needs to be, it needs to have Forge firing. It needs to, in all cylinders with this game, uh, you know, uh, the search engine for, for that, it needs to have the co-op and all of that as well. It needs to have it. This is the thing that people are not making enough noise about. It needs to have an aggressive roadmap for its single player. Yes. Because you were told a BS story in the first yes. game. You Thank need you. to have what are the endless? Show us an aggressive roadmap. Where are the flood? Oh. Where's the they're on Zeta the Halo? Listen, the new I'm flood. Not, I, 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 endless listen. is the new flood. Endless. Yeah, well, no, flood. here's the thing. if you read the books, I've I haven't read them all. I've read two of them. But this particular Halo ring that they're oh, on, Zeta. Shoot. Sorry, I just spelled. Oh, I'm gonna have to do your thing. This this uh, Zeta Halo ring is where the flood was made, folks. Yeah. Right. So where are the flood? Yeah. How how is it that we're gonna be a year reserved, and we have no single player updates? Where, where's the single player campaign? It can't be all hand. It can't be. You know, uh, all of these people, 5,000 people at the studio, whatever it is, that no one's working on the single player. I, 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 again, I, I'm not trying to dump on Halo, but I want to, I, I like Halo for both aspects of it. Again, I can't say it enough. I gave it a 10 out of 10 for both single and multiplayer. Uh, ask anyone else that will stand by that. I stand by that. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not afraid to say so. But fuzzy, as, uh, we've already heard from Web Dave. We've already heard from Gas, who spilled whatever it was. Hopefully, it's not spilled uh, the his, sauce. Yeah, well, he spilled. <laughs> it's probably definitely the sauce. Uh, Fuzzy, let's get let's get this breaking news. Uh, yeah. uh, this is big. A oh, lot yeah. of people have been for what seems like years, somewhat calling for this to happen. Now, mm -hmm. granted, it has been put out there by Bonnie Ross herself that because of a family health crisis which we're very sad to hear that's happening i mean it's it's I, I know i'm folks i'm going through it with my mom every day is day to day and it's hard to do what we do and still deal with family sometimes family takes precedence family should always take precedence in my opinion so it's put out there that she's leaving because of this mm -hmm. now some people are going to argue that some people are be like this is this is this is a load, and I'm not going to say that it is or it's not. If she's saying it's family, then I'm going to accept it that her family and the situation that they're currently in 
is for her to leave is necessary. So let's let, let's not argue about schematics. Right. She had to go, but there are a lot of there are major changes coming to three four three. The entire structure of the studio is changing, and I would dare say, ladies and gentlemen, this is a long time coming. The management issues there mm-hmm. are not to be believed. They're egregious. I cannot believe it has happened this badly. I'm glad that changes are coming. I'm not glad on how the changes are coming. What are your thoughts on this? I mean, again, another manic Monday. Here we go. (laughs) Breaking news. Bonnie Ross leaving 343. I mean, for me, I I I just want to say, like, hopefully, whatever family matters um, or issues she may be having, hopefully that that gets resolved and and taken care of, and wish her and her family the best. Just that that out of the way um a lot of people have been calling for her head through all of the stumbles that 343 has done over the past you know few games and all things being said like i'm i'm not the biggest halo player but i could see when you know my friends that are are upset at you know the i guess ignored potential of the game or or missteps that they've made you know from Microsoft standpoint, and it seems kind of obvious whether you're into gaming, you know, as a big enthusiast or just a casual uh, player, it seems like there's been troubles brewing for, for some time now. And Microsoft can't let that stand, especially as you're acquiring other studios and managing other studios. And we've heard, you know, quips here and there at other studios and stuff. And Microsoft is, very quick to make whatever changes or steps needed to get those things on the correct course. This being their flagship studio. Well, depending on who you ask, but Halo is basically the flagship for the Xbox platform. You can't let things fester for long periods of time and and whatever restructuring they go through. I, I wish them the best and hope that that gets them in the right direction. My only fear. And I, I, I think, there's kind of like a little bit of a bunch of issues that are still going to plague this. So cutting off the head or, or moving that head off to the side and putting someone else in place is fine. There's something about this whole deal in Washington with contractors and whatever contractor laws are in Washington state versus other studio states where, you know, especially if Microsoft is having a hiring freeze for the most part, but, other studios are able to, you know, either hire either contractors and then bring them on long term, which it seemed like for whatever reason, 343 couldn't do that. I, I hope this is the, the the beginning of the fix. And and we've heard rumblings in the background that something was amiss and things were going to possibly change um, and that it could potentially get worse before it gets better. So I don't right. I don't even think this is the light at the end of the tunnel just yet. I think this is probably, um, I wouldn't say rock bottom, but I would say this is definitely uh, noteworthy and that this will hopefully be, you know, where things start to, to course correct from here on out. But my sinking feeling is until they either relocate that studio out of Washington state, I don't think we're even out of the, the, the mess of this to begin with. But yeah. hopefully, hopefully, things being said with this, these new t- uh, uh, personnel in key positions, hopefully they can convince the powers to be to make those changes that may be needed 
to get them back on track or to at least get them to, you know, meet deadlines and be able to stick to that or or be able to bring on, you know, some of the contractors that are experienced with the engine. Like after you go through all this training of training people to, to work on something and then their contract expires and you lose all of that knowledge and talent. That, that, look, look, here's yeah. the thing. I, I have to I want to comment on that because you're saying some excellent points. And here's what I want to say, coming from someone who has no development understanding whatsoever. I know how games are made. I'm not a boob. But just what you said sounds ridiculous. Like, it doesn't even make any dollars and cents at the end of the day that you would train someone to make this game. And then once Mm -hmm. the contract was done, it's like, well, you know what? See you later, Charlie Brown. We can't rehire you because of X law. Listen. Move the freaking studio out and go back to a more traditional way of making games. And then we're going to have, then we can come and talk. Hire people, get the people that know how to make this game. Keep that talent on the studio so you don't have to start from the beginning. Because from what I understand what's happening is you were having too many cooks in the kitchen. To, mm-hmm. to, to simplify it and one chef would come in and he'd make his dish this way and then another chef would come in and make it the way he normally makes it and then now now they're fighting with knives in the kitchen and that's what it <laughs> sounded like yeah and and i i hope this is like you know the the step in the right direction to kind of resolve that like i mean they could keep the headquarters in washington state for whatever you know purposes but the team that works on the the engine, the team that works on the animations or, or the net code and stuff like that, just get those people out of Washington State or or find a way to work within the contract rules that isn't going to put you in the a, a hole each time their contracts expire and you got to go through this you know rehiring or retraining process all over again. Well, but yeah, all of that being said, I wish Bonnie Ross the best. Yes, of you course. Know, fingers crossed that three four three, you know, gets everything situated or or gets you know everything worked out and then from here you know hopefully it's only the best where we now have the campaign stuff and the you know live service content stuff coming out on the regular yeah the 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 single player campaign stuff that's been absent from the conversation that was supposed to be dropping as new seasons came about is just it's 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 egregious Uh, i i want i want to i want to fight against the flood. I want to use other characters that we heard that were in the original leaks. I don't know if that's ever going to happen, but I would, I, I want to know what happened to, uh, to, to Locke. Does anybody want to know why one of, uh, one of his lieutenants is wearing his helmet as a shoulder, as a shoulder pad? Is he yeah. dead? What, what happened to Team any... Osiris? Yeah. Where's Buck? You know, <laughs> where, where, where's, where's the rest of the crew? We, we don't know. We have no idea. Um, listen, we had no uh, foresight in the, planning yeah um, and that's that's there's the, upheaval that's the they they scrapped half the game in 2019 they tried to desperately fix it so the narrative never got the 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 love it deserved it was it was a rush job effort yeah. that's what halo's campaign is it's a basic last dish bare minimum but and below bare minimum effort that's why the narrative fell apart um and it needs a f- fundamental change i don't know if oh, yeah. Ross is a fundamental change but these leaders i mean that's a big change we still don't know there's a massive question mark on this reliance on contractors are they uh just talking about this... that. Yeah. yeah yeah sorry i just spilled coffee everywhere no, no, um, it's okay no he was talking about the, the they maybe they should move the studio out of washington state where they're having a problem with these laws regarding contract workers because one of the yeah. biggest things that we heard gaz 
was the fact that, and I made a, I made a simple simplification of it. You have a chef making a dish his way. Chef number two comes in and says, no, that's not the way you're supposed to make that dish. The way I do it is better. Chef three comes in and be like, you guys are both knuckleheads. That's not how you make this dish. Now it's a knife fight in, in, in the kitchen. And that that's really, I mean, it's a simplification of what's been going on. But there's uh, th- there were more arguments about what Halo should be rather than what it than no arguments on what, it, what we need to deliver for the fan base. Yeah. I mean, that's well, the listen, problem. With the contractor problem still exists, by the way. So whether yes, or not it's, it's, it absolutely still does, and and that is is uh, that that is a problem, and they have to fix that. Let me catch up in super chats. We'll get everyone the heck out of here. Uh, X Burke drops a very generous five dollar super chat and says, "I truly believe Phil goaded crying Ryan. He knows the uh, the more he speaks, the less Microsoft lawyers will need to prove." That's a great point. Tyson Buhajoa. Uh, drops a very generous $8 super chat and says Sony being sneaky, not reporting their game sales, no marketing, Jim making PlayStation look weak without COD and possibly no showcase trying to stop the deal. Yeah, there still hasn't been a showcase for Sony. I don't know if they're going to do one this year. Rel <laughs> drops an additional $2 super chat and says the cheapest PS5 is 600 at GameStop in SC. We yeah, because they're, they're bundling the H out of that, which is disgusting. Uh, Polish Kraken, who will drop the $5 Super Chat. So, you know, Bonnie Ross is out. Check Twitter. Thank you so much, Polish Kraken, for that hot off the presses information. Uh, Tom from Toonami drops an additional $2 Super Chat and says, Bonnie Ross just stepped down. Thank you for that. Uh, we also have Raiden Blade, who drops, uh, wow, quite a few Super Chats. Thank you, Raiden Blade, for the very uh, awesome generosity. The first one of five pounds. He says, Sony better pray. That ABK deal don't fail or no Call of Duty on PS as ABK shareholders would be pissed at losing out on seventy billion. Now, indeed, I think that's a, that's that's a great fact. Braden Blade drops an additional two two pounds super chat and says first three years of Destiny was hard work. Now look at it. Yeah, that's true. Another two dollar two pound super chat says Bonnie Ross was in Halo from the very beginning at Gaz. Yes, she certainly was. Uh, uh, another two pound super chat. He says. Uh, so that means more delays on Halo another year then? Yeah, probably. Uh, unless they were making these changes uh, months and months ago, and maybe they're, they're going to come to fruition, uh, and and may, now now it's coming out. I, I don't know. Uh, Rain Blade drops another two pounds Super Chat and says, it took, uh, it took Bungie three years to get Destiny right. Yeah, Destiny 1 was a bare bones. I loved it. I put a lot of time into Destiny 1. Uh, but yes, it also had uh, content-related issues, and it did take three years. As a matter of fact, what was the one that really set it off? Uh, some, the, the 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 something King. Which uh, King? Not which. Yes, King, uh. yeah. That that that's where it really hit its stride, and and they've been doing really well. So it was a while. Uh, Raiden Blade drops an additional five pounds super chat and says, "Sorry, guys. Forge has always been the backbone of Halo. Griffball anyone was created in Forge." By the fans and the community, uh, Raiden Blade drops an additional two pound, two more two pound super chats. He said, "Flood is on the way. You have to leave them." Uh, yeah, I, I, I can't wait for the flood to come back. And the, and the other one is, you have you have two books, I believe, before the flood. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. But listen, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be talking about this uh, for the rest of the week, I would imagine. Uh, tomorrow's Xbox Factor podcast is going to be the lead story of what are the ramifications of Bonnie Ross leaving and stepping down 
which a lot of people have been asking for. Uh, we're going to get more people in the industry to make their uh, – I'm sure that we're going to see some of the big-time development heads – Come out and uh, you know, and you know, obviously say they're sorry to see her go and what she's done for the industry. And there's going to be a lot of opinions. But guys, let's start with you, brother. Sell your brand. Talk about game on daily, and obviously what you and Asa do on a weekly basis, but also what you do with good friend of this program, Colt Eastwood, on Monday evenings. Talk about that because you guys are going to have a show tonight, and I'm sure this is going to be the lead story. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, so shout out. Thank you so much again for having me last minute. Um, GameOnDaily.com, our news aggregation platform built for you. Please check that out. YouTube channels, GameOnDaily, one word. Um, and X and C, which is Cole Eastwood's show. I'll be on tonight to talk about this megaton news. As uh, always, I'm sure people love listening to me and <laughs> talking positively about Halo. But yeah, thank you so much for having me, man. No, oh, brother, thank you. Day. And actually, just to, we'll give we'll give you another shout out in uh, not this Thursday, the following Thursday. Gaz is going to be sitting down with me one on one for the new episode of X Vlog Live. That's Thursday, twelve p.m. Not this week, next week. Now I'm I'm, I'm still looking for a guest for this thursday but guys i appreciate you joining me and who knows at that point what we will be talking about but i'm sure it's going to be saucy nonetheless thank you so much for giving us your great insights into not only the gaming uh verse but also from a legal aspect we do appreciate what you bring to the table when it comes to you know getting the ins and outs and or the balls and strikes if you will of the law which we know that you cover uh, Web Dave, sell your brand, brother. You got a big uh, interview coming up soon, but you also just interviewed <laughs> uh, a very good friend, someone that's considered to you actually yourself uh, considered to be a genius that a lot of people didn't know about. Talk about who you interviewed and how that went, and more importantly, where can people subscribe to your YouTube channel? Well, it's Outbreak Podcast, and uh, the link will be in the description below. So thank you Indeed so much for that. And um, the interview that dropped today was Hargeet Chani. Uh, he's uh, he's uh, he's he's also in the mix there with uh, with Game On Daily and Gaz. And uh, he's, yes, he uh, is. He's uh, he, he's he's a very interesting cat. There's a lot of things about him I didn't know, and that's the that's the whole reason to have him on and to check out the interview. It's very good, very fascinating, and it's uh, it's nonstop. So it's it's excellent. And then uh, and then coming up, I'm uh, luckily lucky enough, uh, you know, won't jinx it because you know it hasn't happened yet. But uh, looks like things go well this Thursday. I'll be sitting down with Gaz myself, and ah, then next Monday nice. we'll be dropping an interview with uh, with Gaz, which I'm very much looking forward to 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 the discussion on Thursday. Will so, be thank fun. you, sir. Yes. And uh, yeah, man, thanks, man. I love it. Great show yeah, today, it, guys. Yeah, it, it it should be it should be great, uh, and we're very much looking forward to it. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, Hargeet Chani will be joining us this Thursday. Uh, at on the new episode of Primetime Gaming. Cannot wait to talk with him. And obviously, we have a lot to get into. Uh, so thank you so much for Dave for setting that up because obviously Hargeet is not a part of Twitter. And I don't blame him. Twitter could be, you know, <laughs> garbage sometimes. So I thank you for, you know, Discord. I'm not a fan of Discord, but for Hargeet, I definitely use that. And obviously, we've been talking uh, via email. So yes, he will be joining us this 
uh, Wednesday evening, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And last in no way least, Fuzzy Belvedere. Sell your brand, brother. Talk about your YouTube channel and what other shows you're on and where can people reach out to you and strike up a conversation on social media. Just wanted to thank you for having me on for, for these breaking news stories, man. This was a, an awesome Monday way to get the uh, the week started in gaming. And it was awesome having Gaz and Kayasante on here as well, man. You guys really, really knocked it out of the park as far as your, your views and input on, on all these, you know, breaking news topics, man, for anybody that just wants to hear my endless rambling on anything gaming related, just follow me on Twitter at fuzzy underscore Belvedere. Or check out my YouTube channel, also fuzzy underscore Belvedere. Um, for those that want to see some of the other shows that I'm on as well, uh, check out FSP on uh, uh, Fun Speculations channel later on tonight at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with the family. Um, also on Friday morning, Breakfast with Boom, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on this channel. And Xbox Ultimate back on Fun Speculations channel at 9 p.m. Eastern Time on Friday evening. And then the shop podcast on Saturday evenings on PTK Blam's channel. Can't yes. wait to be be here for Breakfast with Boom later this week. Thanks again. Yeah, it, it's it's gonna be a it's gonna be a, a busy week for gaming. I I don't think this is gonna be the last we hear. And I actually, as a matter of fact, it's funny. I actually thought Gaz and and company that we were gonna see a rebuttal from Phil Spencer uh, regarding what. Uh, and we could we could very well see that. I though I don't know with this big news. That we're going to hear anything regarding that. I think that this took precedence yeah. over, uh, you know, what 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 their what their rebuttal is going to be. Eventually, we've heard from many people it's going to get much nastier before it gets any better. Before this deal is done. But, ladies and gentlemen, big shout out to everyone. We had almost 550 people here. Big thank you for that. The super chats that came in again help power the big giveaways that Mrs. Boom and I do. And we have three big ones coming up for the remainder of the year worth $2,000, folks. 2K, that's right. $2,000 worth of digital gifts. And our international viewers are welcome because Mrs. Boom and I will get you your money, even if you're in another country. And we will pay all international rates, whether they be higher or lower. And transfer fees, we pay for that as well. So you won't have to pay anything if you're in the chat when we're doing these contests and you win. We will uh, get you your prize. And, of course, I'm going to close out the show with something, folks, that's important to me. Hopefully one day it'll be important to you. And that's something that my dad taught me with kids. And he would say, Craig, treat others how you want to be treated. And also it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, son. I can guarantee you you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow on the newest episode of the Xbox Factor Podcast.